ladies and gentlemen, it is the one and the only. Sir Hell speaks in the building. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you? It is the one, the only, Sir Hill Speaks of the building. Uh, very uh, excited that you guys are here. It's a beautiful morning. Uh, thank you guys for being here. Listen, we got a great show today. I've got somebody who I've met not long ago um, joining me today, and we're going to talk a little bit about one of the popular questions that I hear. Should I get a degree or should I get a certification um, in terms of uh, how do I set myself up to earn well? So... I'm very excited about this conversation because I think this is going to uh, present some unique thoughts about what we should do, particularly in the landscape uh, um, of working today. For those of you who are thinking about switching careers, this is going to be really good for you. And for those of you who are on here who may have children, who may have um, you know, sons, daughters, cousins, family members, so on and so forth, this conversation is going to be really big because the goal is... My goal is to try to help people who are trying to switch careers or uh, plan out and map out their life to do that in a way um, where they are not, you know, they don't have this massive amount of, of debt um, and that they go into life with a plan uh, so that they can uh, not only have financial success, uh, but that they are doing something that really utilizes their skills. So it's going to be a fantastic conversation. And so in order to help me have this conversation, I've asked somebody that I know who's got about 37,000 certifications, who knows what, it, what it's like to uh, put the work in to, uh, to, uh, to empower himself and who strives to do, uh, who strives to do great. So ladies and gentlemen, I want you to put your virtual hands together and uh, uh, clap it up for my, my, my friend, Finn focused is in the building ladies and gentlemen good morning everyone thank you for introducing me but uh, you're, i'm modest about that like you know you just got to put in the work and get certifications that um really line up with your path and as long as you're hungry for it i think it just comes as part of you know a day-to-day -day, like grind for you you know i think it's something that you want to be proud of and anybody who gets certifications in it is like they know how it feels, right? They know how good it feels to really be qualified for something that you're doing, so. Yeah, so watch this. So this is gonna be really good, y'all. So let me give you guys a little background. Uh, well, so, well, so, well, Finn, let me, let me, let's, let's, let's stop for a second. So you and I both know uh, we, we work at this a lot. L let's start with a very simple question. If, if a mother or an auntie came to you and said, hey, you know, I've got my nephew, I've got my son, or a, a guy said the same thing, should 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 I recommend my child go get a degree versus a certification certification for their earning potential? What would you say to them? And so why? The first thing I'm going to ask them, of course, is what do they want to do, right? So everyone always says, Oh, I want to get into IT. Well, what do you want to do in IT? Do you want to be a data analytics person? Do you want to get into more of 
working with servers and infrastructure because if you want to do web design, you know, that's a different story, right? I mean, there are certifications for that, but that's the first question I always ask because some people don't really understand how vast the industry really is, right? And then not everybody has to be a coder, quote unquote. So a lot of jobs don't even rec- don't require you to know how to code. But now if- well, I will say this though, it is great to know how to code. Like it'll open yeah. up doors. It will open up doors for you. But yeah, yes, it, yes, it opens up a whole different world. But some people just don't want to go that route, which is fine. You know, there's people who just want to be project managers and just literally just manage the project and don't have the technical skills to go in depth, right? So. To each their own. But that's the first question I always ask. The second question is, um, it's more of depending on what they tell me, which direction they want to go in terms of if they want to do infrastructure, if they want to work with the cloud, then yes, I'm going to tell them. I don't think it's a wise idea to go to school right now to get the necessary skills, right? Because these are hardcore skills that, number one, they're changing. Right. There's new things coming out on a regular new skill sets, Terraform, Kubernetes, um, OpenShift, right? Podman. How are you going to keep up? Because school is going to take so long. And I have buddies that I even mentor or talk to on a regular, which they've completed full on master's degrees, has gotten interviews over and over again. I've tried to get them jobs that I was already working in because of the lack of experience and qualifications in terms of certifications. Normally those certs make you do simulations, modules that prove that you understand what's going on, not only know the book smarts, they will not take them on. And it's very unfortunate. So um, I don't knock anyone who wants to do a degree. Knock out your degree if you have the finances and time, right? Because it's only gonna help you. It's gonna make you be more valuable. It's gonna add to your repertoire. But if you're trying to get into a field immediately and get experience and be able to start really getting into those salaries and understand what's going on in the market you're better off getting certifications first so guys let, let me let me let me let me shed some light on this so years ago uh i can't share you know you know i can't share the exact places but years ago i was working at a place and my salary was about let's say it was it was sixty thousand dollars $60,000. And I'm like, you know what? I've got to go to school. I've got to finish this up. I got to d- take care of this. And I tested something. It was just a test. So I said, you know what? I'm going to spend a little money uh, and I'm going to see what this does to help increase my income. That's how I started. Finn, 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 listen to me. Listen, listen, listen to how great this was. I spent about $300 between the the the, the certification and the, the, uh, the practice test. $300. Ask me how much it increased my income. How much? Thirty thousand dollars. See, right? No degree. So three five. certifications. Thirty thousand dollars. So, so when had- we're t- when we're talking about this, we're saying that certifications pr- pr- it gives you on demand skills now. Whereas a degree, I think it is fantastic. But there's value in certifying because certifying makes it makes it it gives you skills for the real world right now. And the degree will gives you gives you information that you can use both now and later. Um, and, and for different jobs, sometimes you don't need to have the four year de- degree to be able to say, I can do this thing. And that's where certifications come in at. 
Finn, what do you say to that? What I say to that is also, for example, so I was I was watching a live stream yesterday, and some of the takebacks that I got were that companies, especially at this time, are scrambling to find IT-driven individuals or even IT-minded individuals, right? And what I say by that, I mean, even if you're not really particularly interested in the world of IT, the salary might entice you to come in because you have a, a, a God-given gift, right? Or you just have a knack for it. And they're like, I don't care if you don't want to do it, but we'll pay you what it takes to get you in the door, right? And I've heard, um, well, I've read the article that Apple is paying their staff 180 grand bonuses to not leave and go to Facebook, which is now Meta. So if you're not interested in just doing it for that, imagine, but just look at the salary, right? How much they're fighting over because there's so much of a saturation in industry for the need, right? There's a demand, a high demand, but not enough people with the necessary skills. So they'll take someone who has some certifications that focus in one area and put them to just focus on that one craft. But you come out of school after four years or even five or six years getting a master's degree and you can't land a job. And when you finally do, because you don't have experience, you're making what, 40, 50,000 when you have all this debt, it, it really doesn't even weigh out, you know? So at this time, I will definitely say knocking out those certifications and getting yourself in the door for me it was a it was a good choice it was the best choice i made now listen the first of all salute to the intentional millionaire who is in the building what's up sir uh to my beautiful wife talk hell she's in the building i see india who's on here good morning Right. Good to see you guys. She asked a really uh, 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 the intentional millionaire asks a really good question on um, what uh, what's the most one should pay for a degree if they go to college? Uh, that's a really that's a really good question. So there's a couple of things. Let me put you guys up on game. So this depends on where you are. And this is my perspective. So let's say you're just, uh, you know, this somebody's young who's, uh, you know, just getting out of high school and they're going. I say there are things that you can do if you're getting into I.T., like uh, you can work for like Walmart. You can work for um, I, I forget there are different places you can work at that will actually pay for your degree. Uh, what you'll end up having to do is when you work there, I think you have to work there for about thirty uh, for about for thirty days, and then from there they send you information um, where you go through this program where they have these different degrees that they'll pay for. If you are just starting and you don't want to incur a massive amount of debt and take out student loans, then I would encourage you to, to go through your job to see what they offer and take advantage of those benefits. Um, the thing with technology I've noticed is that you don't have to spend a lot of money per se to learn the skills, but it does require you to spend a lot of time to learn the skills, right? So in this particular case, when we're talking about IT, um, the, the money part, is not the uh is not the big issue it's the time part but then i'll also say there are some great schools that are flexible like western governors university uh even liberty university is now uh offering more uh computer science based programs uh, like wgu has both computer science it has software development uh it has it it, it has a, a a various uh various different paths that you can go down that also come with certifications as well right and um, 
the it, the flexibility allows you to get the the degree knowledge, but to also translate that those de that degree knowledge into cert uh, into certification. So you get the best of both worlds. So I would encourage you to take a look at what your job offers, um, and be specific about what route you want to go down, and then to take it from there. Uh, Finn, what do you got on that? Yeah, I agree. I'm, I mean, if you have the time and if you can put in the hours to knock out a degree, get with one of these universities that will put you through a program that at least lets you touch on everything and get through at a feasible time. You don't want to spend 10 years trying to complete your degree just because, you know, you think is going to be the one reason that you get a high earning salary, right? When a guy can go ahead and get a certification in AI and make, you know, freaking 300 grand or $400,000 a year. This is like, this is a whole different world because the, so for example, let me step, step back. The reason why you're seeing these high end salaries is because things are coming down the pipeline, like meta, right? The metaverse. And the only way they're going to be able to run something as large as the metaverse is going to be is if they have an army of guys, we're talking about artificial, artificial intelligence, guys in cloud, and that aside, companies like Coinbase that are running cryptocurrency sites. Uh-oh, you get now Talk Hill is gonna start commenting. That's her that's her thing. They are they need an army of guys to manage their cloud tenants. It's, it's there's no way they're gonna get around it. Right? So they can't wait 10 years for you to finally be ready for them. They need you now. So if you can go in there and prove your skills. And you go in that interview and you knock everything out the ballpark, they're taking you on. Excellent. Okay, so guys, let's let's jump into this really quickly. So you guys might be saying, so okay, this is all fine, will and grace, but where are some places that I can um um where 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 like how did you learn? Uh, so when you were certifying, and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to give some some places that I would recommend people go. Uh, and maybe you'll probably touch on this, but I want to do it as well. Uh, if somebody say, you know what, hey, fam, you know, let's say right now I'm a um, I'm a I'm a manager um, in a in a retail in the retail space, but I want to switch and I want to get into technology. Where do I start? What do you tell that person? First thing I tell them is you need to get on some website that's going to train you, put some some training together. Right. So my go to is typically Udemy. I use Udemy as my platform to really get deals because Udemy will allow you to wait on sales. You can pick up like, let's say you got $100 to spend. You pick up 10 different courses and now let's say you pick one course and each course comes with a practice test. Now you're kind of starting getting prepared for the certification, right? So the last one I would say definitely I, 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 I recommend people having a repertoire now is WizLabs some kind of labbing website that allows you to lab and put that learned effort into practice, right? So when you're taking the test, you can now visualize what you need to do because you've done it in a, in a labbing setting. So it sticks with you more. It allows you to go on to the job and have practical knowledge of what you're going to be applying versus saying, oh yeah, I know that this does this, but I don't really remember how to do it or I, I don't really know where to go. Now you know how to implement it. Mm -hmm. 
Excellent. So guys, let, so let me let's say this as well. So here's a here's for those of you who are watching, if you have sons and daughters who are thinking about what should I do with my life, what should I do with my career, how should I plan, a fan hit the nail on the head. You got to have a repertoire of things that you learn from. And what I do, like some people will end up saying, you know what, uh, you know, let me let me go spend this amount of money on some shoes. I spend money on courses and books, <laughs> right? That's what I spend my money on. Yep. So here's hey, we're going to give you and we'll talk about four different places that are are great for learning, and we're going to tell you the the nuances between each one and how they can help you. So let's uh, get started. So we talked about Udemy. Udemy is going to be great for let's say if you wait and, and you get a, a a course on sale for about let's say about eleven or twelve dollars, and in that course it could it could be it could range from an hour to, unto like I, I bought a course that was 27 hours right for the aws solutions architect course which was fantastic and it came with a practice test right, right. so you udemy is going to be a place where you can go and you're going to follow the instructor each video step by step it's going to be fantastic a lot of the instructors uh, come with their knowledge as well as maybe insight to their other platforms uh, for the different sandboxes to complete certain tasks so Udemy is going to be a great resource uh, to do that. You can download the content on demand to like your smart device so that you can continue learning. Even if you're not at your computer, you can learn from your tablet, from your, you know, your iPad, from your phone. And that way you can continuously learn uh, without having to sit at a computer. Uh, so, so Udemy is a great resource. When you're done with the course, uh, you get this uh, a, a certificate that says you completed it. Now, you can't really use this at a job, but it does feel good to know that you can actually completed something. Uh, so, I think Udemy is if if you don't if you can't start with anything else, I think you should start with Udemy. So, what's, I what's your thoughts on that, fan? Sure. Yeah, to add to that, I will say. For me, the way that I, I utilize the course cert certification completion, right, is I normally post it on my LinkedIn because what it does now, and I, I, I feature it as one of my top um, posts, because what it does is it, it lets a person who's recruiting you or looking at your page and seeing your progress kind of gauge where you're going with things, right, and seeing your track. So this is for me. I have CIOs that never spoke to me at my previous jobs. Think about this now. The CIO, Chief Information Officer, and that person is the guy who literally de decides where the money is being spent in the IT department across the board. They contact me. I don't even work for the company anymore. They're contacting me saying, hey, we love what you're doing. We love that you just learned this new skill. You know, keep going. And they're talking to me. I'm like, hold on. You know, you never spoke to me not one day while I was at the job. Like when I was actually working there, you never spoke to me. But they're seeing my progress and they're gauging where I'm going and they're saying, wow, we might need that guy at one of the places that I'm I'm in charge of at some point. Right. So I like where he's going and I want to keep tracking him. I want to keep my eyes on him and I want to keep in communication with him because I want to be able to reach out and say, hey, look, anytime you need a job, I have you here. You're interested. Boom. I have vice presidents that do the same thing. They contact me. Hey, I love what you're doing. If you're ever looking for a job, don't hesitate to contact me. I'm like. Okay, this is kind of cool. It's showing the power of networking and it's showing the ability of you completing courses, even if you're not certified in that course, mm -hmm. but at least they understand that you you've got a good foundation in it, right? Which is where you want to start with everything, getting a good base and then moving from there and building on your knowledge. Man, and that's fair. You actually bring up a really good point. 
it makes you attracted to show uh, the first just within yourself that you're consistently leveling up. You're consistently growing. You're consistently learning something that makes you attractive to companies because no longer do we live in companies where you can go work. You can sit there, do nothing, not grow. And then things are going to be well. You have to continuously keep moving with the industry and for individuals who are watch this self motivated. These are individuals right. who will win no matter what job that they're on. So no fantastic are. point you bring up. Correct. So I, I like for me, sometimes everyone gets to that point in their career where maybe they get at a job and it's not moving as they, they thought it would, or you're, you don't, you're not pretty particularly happy about the management or how things are structured, but your main priority is to make sure you're still growing and learning. And I was there at a point too. All I did was I bought a bunch of courses on Udemy and I utilized my extra time to do a course on Azure, a course on Office 365. My current company was not utilizing any of these things yet, but it was coming down the pipeline because it was right before the pandemic. Everybody wanted to get into the cloud space. As soon as the pandemic hit, boom, everybody's moving into the cloud. Mm-hmm. So I started building my skills a little bit prior, which gave me the precursor to getting into the cloud space. Oh, let me let me give a couple of shout outs. Uncle Stu is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, Uncle Stu? Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. So uh, let, let's go to the next thing. Um, let's go into the next thing. Uh, the next thing that I want to show you guys. So Udemy is one. Now, here's now. Listen, this one is the truth. Now, so if you if Udemy is if you got a few dollars uh, here that you want to buy a course now for more subscriptions. Now, here is one that I recommend. Finn, you already know. Oh, yeah. Finn, you already yeah. know. Yeah, a I know. Cloud, <laughs> a cloud guru is the truth. And the reason why is because not only – see, Udemy, you can buy a course. When you get a subscription to a cloud guru, not only do you get access to learn things in, you know, Google Cloud Platform, uh, Amazon Web Services, uh, Azure, right? I'm not sure if they got, like, IBM and stuff on there as well. Not only do you get the learning tracks – but you also get access to watch this. Now, for those of you who don't know about technology, you don't know how important a sandbox is to practice your skills. You have no idea. Like when you create a sandbox yourself, the amount of money it costs to learn some of this stuff, because in the cloud, it can become expensive paying for server, for networking infrastructure, you know, uh, paying for ingress and egress traffic. And we'll talk more about that, that in a later date. Um, and so a cloud guru you get a chance to learn all of this, and it comes with a sandbox. So, uh, 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 Finn, do you have you used a cloud guru before? And what's your thoughts on this particular uh, uh, this particular site? So, a cloud guru is, is definitely one of the more preferred sites to learn, especially AWS, but almost anything, right? So. I follow actually a couple of guys that are on a cloud Google. It's just unfortunate that I don't have an account with them. I really should consider it, but I would recommend it to everybody. Pick yep. one of them. Just pick something that you know is solid. A cloud guru. I think they were bought out by Linux Academy or, or something of the uh, sort. A cloud guru bought a Linux Academy. Correct. So mm-hmm. um yeah, so you're you're correct. And and pick pick one that you know you can go in there and use the sandbox for. Like for me. I started using WizLabs, but it was kind of grandfathered to me from um, a coworker. But that's how I do my sandbox, right? I go in there and I use WizLabs. I spin something up and I and I try to go through the, the whole step-by-step process so 
I can understand exactly what I'm learning and put it in practice. So when it comes time for me to do it or to execute on some kind of request, I'm not scrambling to figure out how I'm going to get this done. I've, I've already done it before. This is just another practice run for me, right? The same way you do with a practice test. You want to get to the point where this is just another practice run for you. The test, I tell everyone to treat their tests like a practice test. You take practice tests until you're blue in the face. The day mm-hmm. that the practice test happens, you take another practice test. And once the practice, the actual test is being ran, that should feel like another practice test that you've taken a million times. So let, so let me add to that. Here's the thing, and here's why. Because a lot of people think that I'm, hey, let me just read a book. Let me watch a video. And heck, I'm into IT. No, no. It doesn't work like that. So what 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 the sandboxes do, particularly like on Cloud Guru, is there uh, there's a time box. And the reason that there's a time box is because it's how quick can you think through the issues and know what to do and to test your skill this way. The other thing is the, the, the cost savings. So let me get let me tell you a real thing. Uh, I was in the cloud platform and I won't say which one. So I, I, I don't want this to come back to bite me in my butt later. But I was on a cloud platform and I set up a budget. I did the whole thing. You know, when you set up a cloud infrastructure, you set up your billing and your notifications and alerts. You, that's just the, that's just you do that by default. And I forgot that I had a virtual machine running and I, I forgot. And it, look at Finn's face. Hold on, Finn. Hold on, guys. I'm going to I'm going to put him on. I'm going to put him on cam. Hello. Hello, Finn. <laughs> listen yeah. guys i i left a server on and my my monthly bill it was around almost four hundred dollars for a server that i left on so when i when i tell you guys that these platforms are great and that having a sandbox is such a big benefit believe me when i tell you because it costs money to learn this stuff right you can't just you, you it costs you some money and you've got to be able to invest uh into where you're going because it's not free um, and the, if you spend that time doing that, not only do you save money, but you get the real hands-on experience, and then you're able to compute and do things at a quicker time. And that's where the benefit, that's where the certification comes in, because it's not testing your theoretical knowledge, it's testing your your readiness and your practical knowledge to be able to do a job now. Correct. So like I, Cloud Guru is great for that. And so I'll add to that in a practical setting, well, a real-life experience. So... I've worked in two major environments. I worked in the casino industry in in the IT world. And with that, it's very sensitive to applications going down. And let's just put it this way. If if an application goes down, it's particularly one of the main ones, which is Bally applications, which is how they monitor, how they track all of the um, games being spent and the actual slot machines running through. If that goes down, you're losing, depending on, of course, which company you're working for, you're losing millions of dollars by the minute, you're losing mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands of dollars by the second. In that kind of setting, it's all about your readiness and your practical knowledge of that particular system and how you can get it resolved. And with that comes, every single executive you can think of is going to walk into what you would call your your battle room, right? Or, you know, where you have all the screens monitoring everything. They're going to walk in there and they're going to ask all the IT head managers, What's going on here? Why haven't we resolved the issue? It's been five minutes. It's been 10 minutes. It's been an hour. What's going on here? Because in their eyes, their main objective is to keep things running. And as an IT department, if you allow that to go down and not allow, and not have your team ready to bring it back up and or at least be monitoring it 
to see how you can get it back up in the fastest time, the SLA time, right? They're going to have a fit, right? I mean, you're probably not going to hear it at a lower level, but they're going to have discussions. They're going to have meetings about it. How can it be avoided? Because to them, it translates to dollars. IT mm-hmm. translates to dollars in every single industry, right? And here you see you're smiling because you know how <laughs> yeah. powerful it is, right? And the thing is, is the, so I want you guys to do me a favor. Just this morning, we're going to do a little exercise real quick, real quick. I want you to pick up your phone, open up your phone, and just scroll and look at your applications. Oh, Every man. application has a team of people who are being paid to maintain and develop that application. And that's just on your phone. That's not on the phone companies. That's not on major uh, social media networks. This is how powerful IT is. The whole world, your banking technology, your the, you know our television. So you're watching Netflix technology, right? Infrastructure technology, the stuff in your car technology is such a big world. And the demand for skilled individuals who are able to either engineer it, to develop it, or to administer it and support it is such a huge thing. You brought up something earlier about project managers, that project managers are, I want to say, one of the top paid people in the uh, the IT field. And so, so some of you guys may say, you know what, I don't want to program. I don't want to code. I just want to know about it, and I want to facilitate that. Well, that's one of the highest paid jobs. Now, listen, there are some prerequisites that you have to have to, to, to do that, but it is a fantastic thing. And so I, I want to make sure we're making this clear that you may not be the one who wants to sit behind the keyboard coding Project managers, IT managers, infrastructure managers, these individuals uh, can command a great salary because they're doing a critical job. And that is orchestrating a team to complete a certain technical goal that helps to achieve a business objective. And so that's a very important job as well. Okay. Fee, you got anything to add to that? Oh, yeah, definitely. So I want you to think about, for example, I know you're in the DevOps space and I've been learning a lot because... I, so I've completed a course on GitLabs. I told you I wanted to make sure I touch on certain things. CICD is basically the point at which you do continuous improvement and continuous development of a product, right? So every single thing that you're touching in terms of your applications on your phone, even the website that you, you're you going on to like view this or whatever the case is, everything has a point where even though it's up and running, they need to continually continuously improve it and continuously develop it so that it's stay, staying state-of-the-art with the times, especially with everything else going on on the back end. Maybe it might get migrated to the cloud. Maybe they want to make some kind of changes to make it more enhanced for the users or make it quicker for people to be able to, for the page to be able to respond or the application to be able to respond. We need people in every single point to get these things done. It's not just going to happen on its own. So, Excellent point. Hey, shout out to another content creator, uh, Getty uh, Getty Radio Show. Good to see you. Uh, to Brian Jehovah, what's up, good man? Good to see you on here as well. So, guys, so we wanted to do this. We wanted to add some information because this is a hot topic. Should I get a degree? Should I get a certification? Um, so, with this, so we talked about Udemy. We've talked about a cloud guru. There is another one that I want to bring up, ladies and gentlemen, LinkedIn Learning. Now, this is such a cool uh, a thing to learn as well. So LinkedIn Learning is going to give you an overall uh, 
perspective on what a technology is and how it is used. So this is going to be more of a, a, a great overview, a great, you know, this is what it is. This is typically what you do. And there's it also comes with uh, the ability to go down a whole course. So let's say you want to go down uh, databasing. You want to go down the networking path or you want to learn what program programming or DevOps is. There are complete learning paths that you can use for LinkedIn Learning. And as you complete those courses, because LinkedIn Learning is integrated with, of course, LinkedIn, you can integrate that within your profile so that prospective employers and your peers can look and track your progress as well. So, uh, uh, so Finn, have you ever used uh, a LinkedIn Learning? I feel like years ago, I might when I first got on LinkedIn, I might have used it, I think, when they first integrated. But you bring up a good point. I should be able to use those as my advantage too. So he just taught me something, guys. Definitely use LinkedIn Learning because like I said before, for me, I use two things, Credly, and I use the ability to post from Udemy to show kind of my track. But if LinkedIn Learning is your way to streamline the process for yourself, go for it. Because every single employer and recruiter is going to be watching as people develop because they're gauging where they can place you in order to get what they need from the company completed. And the company's looking at you too. Don't get it twisted. They're watching you also, especially on LinkedIn. They're looking at all the prospects that they have available and seeing where they can place them at, which of course, salary brackets and how effective they could be depending on their skill sets. Excellent. So take advantage of this. And then the last thing, something that's new to me is cold cloud. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a fantastic site for those of you who want to get in more to the DevOps programming automation stuff, learning uh, those kind of tools. I just recently came across this and it helped me in a tradition, uh, in, a, in a tremendous way as I'm working on my uh, certified Kubernetes uh, application developer. Uh, it's Ooh. a fantastic site. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's fantastic, guys. So let me go down the, the list for those of you who just joined. The first one is Udemy. The second one is a Cloud Guru. The third is LinkedIn Learning. And the fourth is Cold Cloud. So these are all, fan and, and, and I'm not, we didn't order them in terms of importance. I just, we're just listing those. All of them are great. I would take a, take some time to go look through them and see what your learning style is, because this is a big thing. You've got to know what your learning style is. Otherwise, you might spend a lot of money on Udemy courses and realize that you you do better with learning from books. So take some time to figure out what your learning style is, and then find the site that, that caters mostly to that. It's going to help your learning tremendously correct Finn, what you got on that so yeah I, I totally agree because if your learning style is hands-on and you're doing if you're reading a book how much of that information are you going to retain right so one of the the top cloud engineers at my current um, place of employment his one of his main focuses is what he always tells me is half of the battle is being able to recall information right you want to be able to train your mind to be able to recall that information when the time comes, which shows your readiness, right? You want to be able to recall that information and say, okay, this is an issue, this is an error, and this is what I need to do to resolve the problem. Excellent. Okay, guys, listen, was this helpful? This is for anybody who wants to get into technology, who said, you know what, I, you know, I want to, you know, should I get a degree? And let me tell you, I'm finishing a degree as well now. So I'm actually finishing up a, a, a degree as well. So I say if you can get both, do both if you can afford it. But let's say if if your your goal is to minimize the amount of costs and to maximize your earning potential, 
uh, in the shortest amount of time, I would say a degree you should absolutely go get. But certifications are the thing. It is the thing uh, to go do. Did, guys, did this, did this help anybody? Uh, do you guys have any questions in the chat that we can answer? Uh, I don't want to keep fan for too long. I appreciate him. But listen, this is such a cool guy. It was on such short notice as I was going to do this show. I'm like, hold on. I know a guy who... I know a guy who knows who has a lot of experience in this. I want to bring him on the show. And so I asked him last night and uh, he, he, he chose to join today. So fan, thank you for that, man. Really, really appreciate that. Anytime, man, you've been a great help to me. I, when I met you, I didn't, I didn't really know much of the, you know, overall cloud space. And, you know, you answered a lot of questions for me and con confirmed a lot of the things that was in my mind already. So, you know, I appreciate your help. So anything I can do to help you, just don't hesitate to call, man. Just let me know ahead of time and I'll, I'll make it. Excellent. I feel like I was a little early. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Listen, guys, if you don't have any questions, we'll, we'll end up doing a, uh, I'm going to start doing a morning show. Um, I, I got to, I'm thinking about the frequency, but our goal is we want to help empower people. Like, listen, life is real out here. We're not going back to the old days. Technology is the wave of the future. And I want to make sure that we are prepared and we're leveled up and that we start uh, uh, teaching each other, but as well as the, our young children, um, that these technical skills uh, all these things matter in the in the future. And so I want us to be prepared for that. So we'll have a lot more conversations. And next time I'll have me some coffee and uh, we'll do this more. Finn, you got something else? Yeah, I want to say, hey, if we do a show on um, what we can teach our children, I would definitely like to be a part of that because I've, I've had a lot of things in terms of um, skill sets that I think we can teach them very early on, ways to get them really acclimated to being prepared for certain IT roles and tech roles from a young age. And a lot of people don't even know. I've, I've met some coworkers that they, their parents kind of put them in position to be at those places, right? So if we have a show on that, I'm definitely going to be a part of it. I'm, I'll love to, like, share my, my thoughts on that. Excellent. Roger Hover, glad to hear that, man. Uh, Anya asks, she does ask a great question. She says, are there any prerequisite to any of these resources? Yes. Here are the prerequisites. You need a computer. So make sure you have a computer. You need you need the internet. So you need access to the internet uh, and then a willingness to learn. Now, this what I'm saying is funny, but when you start any of these courses and they ask you what are the prerequisites, this is oftentimes what you're going to hear. You need a computer. You need the network. And then, oh, uh, listen, you have to have an insatiable hunger to learn more. If you don't have that hunger, you're not going to be successful. You have to Correct. you have to want this. Okay. Now, different courses are advanced, so there may be some prerequisite skills. So, like, let's say you're not going to start off as a as a, a Python developer if you don't understand the basics of of programming, right? So, that course you probably want to take a programming course. But with any of these things, is making sure that you have a, a decent computer, making sure that you have a willingness to learn, um, and that that hunger is what's going to drive you. Because let's get let's be honest, in learning this, it can be frustrating because sometimes you got to keep on doing stuff over and over again. Uh, to remember it and to understand what you're doing. Yeah, so the, the repetition is 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 very difficult sometimes when you're trying to get a, a very arduous concept to stick. So as a result, you're repeating it over and over and you're trying to get it done. So for example, with my terraforming, when I was learning terraforming, well, I still am, but as I'm going through before, it, before you say that, ladies and gentlemen, Terraform is what is is what is called uh, infrastructure as code. It is how we deploy these servers and things that we're talking about in a, in a codified manner. So I wanted to put that out there so that you guys are not wondering what that is. It is infrastructure as code Terraform. 
Correct. So the reason why I joined the, the band to try to learn Terraform is because it's cloud agnostic. And basically a lot of basically almost every company out there is trying to be able to Terraform their infrastructure, because what it does is it allows you to build a site on a whim. So as a result, you won't have to have to you won't need a network guy, uh, a systems guy to run out there and build a physical infrastructure at a new site. You can just build it in the cloud and then boom, there's there's your site needed. But as I was going through the course, I'm doing Wiz Labs, which is forcing me to build an entire environment in the cloud, right? So I had to repeat these steps over and over again to be able to build this entire environment. And I, I did it multiple times. Sometimes you fail, you, know, you get errors, and you're trying to figure out what, what broke, what didn't work right. And that is how you teach yourself how to resolve issues when you're in a real-world environment, right? That readiness that we were talking about, it comes out when you're labbing and doing things that really make you use that knowledge in a practical way. And in a real world environment, if you have that readiness available, that is when the employer is going to truly value you because you're able to solve that problem that that's going on because you've seen it before. So. Excellent. All right, guys, I, of course, I got to make a couple of book recommendations. I got to do this guys because I care about you. So I just recently got this book. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, it is fantastic. So if you guys, uh, if you haven't, you know, this is going to go into like uh, uh, data structures and algorithms, which is fundamental for programming. Now, I won't get into that today. And then there's another one. I want you to learn how to code. Learn the hard way. Yeah. These, listen, these are two great resources for you, for you taking your knowledge of uh, uh, information technology in a different, uh, to a different level. So uh, it takes time, uh, it takes practice, but as you continue to do it, you find yourself learning more, you get more comfortable and the world just opens up, right? So, all right guys, well, listen, this has been fantastic. I hope that you guys uh, appreciated this, this morning show. We're gonna do this again. Um, I've been into technology for the last eight years and I'm like, it's just time to help people out with this. So if you guys appreciate this content, let us know in the comment section. I'm gonna bring my friend and brother, Finn Focus back. He will be back. This is somebody who I respect. I respect other hungry people, and he is hungry just like I am. As a matter of fact, I'll be seeing him posting all the time what he's working on, and that's that's I respect that. So he's going to be back again, uh, and I hope you guys enjoyed the show. All right? Well, listen, have a good morning. Uh, do some, uh, do your research. Get up. Put that work in because what you practice now is going to be your success letter. So are you putting the work in? All right. All right, Finn. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, just stay hungry and, you know, just keep – Pace yourself, right? Don't try to engorge everything at once. Just pace yourself, stay hungry, and see what's out there and see what the market really is asking for. And sometimes that's your way of getting in the door. If something is very new and you learn it before everybody else, That's can that can be your opportunity to get in the door in IT very quickly. I think that's something we didn't touch on, but that is a very good strategy to use. Excellent. So in my next in, in my next show, I, I want you guys to come prepared because I'm going to go. Over, I'm going to I'm going to look at some of your resumes. I'm going to look at some of your skills and we're going to go through the simulation of how to talk the language, how to make sure that your resume is in order. We're going to talk about some skills that you need. But like, I really want to help you guys. And so, of course, I'm going to get Finn back on here. Uh, 
And then we'll oh, talk man. about this because my goal is to help you. Listen, be- before I got into this, my, I, I, me and my wife, we were in the projects. I could not afford anything else. I didn't have the skills and I couldn't do this. When I changed my life and I changed and I, up, uh, I, I got my skills, we were able to move our family from the project projects and, and, and into a life where we can live better. Our kids, you know, can learn more. We have more opportunities available to us. And listen, I want to let you guys know, I didn't have a special upbringing. I ended up getting my GED at 19 years old. Um, I didn't finish school. The, the point I'm giving you this is it doesn't matter where you come from, good or bad, hard, difficult. If you change, want to change your life and you're willing to put the work in, the skills you develop can pull you out from whatever situation you're in. And I want to help other people do the same thing. All right? All right, y'all. Until next time, it has been a pleasure talking with you this morning. So next time, bring your coffee mugs, your coffee, a pen and some paper because we're going to be getting into some things. Thank you, guys. To my guy, Finn Focus. Appreciate you. We'll do this again soon. Thank you again. Peace. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the one and the only. Sir Hill speaks in the building.